Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? What a note say, Dan. Cat dead. Details later. See, the police are always off track with this shit. If they'd watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Trashmouth, and this week, my guest is the one and only Dan Seeley, vocalist of the band King Nine. I'm super stoked to announce that I'll be running my first ever vendor's table at the Scares That Cares weekend this upcoming July in Williamsburg, Virginia. It's a horror convention that's 100% for charity, and it runs July 30th, 31st, and August 1st, and there's going to be a ton of awesome guests there like Tom Atkins, Diane Franklin, Felissa Rose, Mark Patton, and so many more. So make sure you come out to that if you're anywhere near there, or if the trip sounds like it's worth it to you i'll be out there trying to promote the podcast you know giving out some free stickers and even possibly trying to sell some shirts so make sure you come out to that and also every wednesday my boys ben and greg over at the neon brainiacs podcast cover a different horror movie from the 80s and this week i'll be joining them for their episode where we'll be covering dario argento's tenebrae so make sure you check that out as i'll be a guest as well as my boy lance parkin who directed the recent movie the boonies and you can find that anywhere you find my podcast as well spotify apple all that so go follow me on facebook instagram and twitter and here's this week's interview no, I appreciate you for coming on, man. I know it's been a pain in the ass uh, linking up, but glad we finally got to do it for sure. Yeah, I can't believe we're actually doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we don't have to linger too much on the uh, music side of things before we jump into the horror movie stuff. Uh, pretty much, I just like to ask, you know, if you have anything coming up with King Nine that uh, you can announce or, you know, uh, or say it's no. kind of in the works, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like trying to write new music. We're just, yeah. you know, it's slow moving. So, I mean... It'll happen. I think we'll probably have something something coming maybe towards the end of this year. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh yeah. You think uh, shows are something you might start looking into now that that's opening up? Or yeah, we've actually been trying to like figure out something for like the summer, whether it be here or in California. But we're trying to figure out something. I, I think we'll get a show in probably in New York and in California before the summer ends. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But I was gonna say I don't think I've seen you guys since. Uh, y'all play well. No, I saw you guys. Never mind. I saw you guys at United Blood one year, but uh, I was gonna say, other than that, it was at Mikos in fucking Hampton, Virginia. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, skate park. Yeah. I think it was yeah. down to nothing, and you know, or yeah, and we fucking showed up like an hour late. <laughs> was waiting for us. Yeah, sounds about right. That show was <laughs> awesome. I actually, that, that show was sick. Yeah, no, that place was awesome. I think it was just uh, they didn't expect it, the crowds to be that big for those shows, so that's why they stopped doing them after like because they, they only did like two or three good shows and then. I was, was a cool spot. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it, uh, especially just because it was like there's plenty of space, you know, but uh, yeah. people would still like they weren't, you know, yeah. scared to crowd around and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't weird. It was it was real cool. Oh, yeah. But uh, we can dive on into the uh, well, actually, do you have any other projects or anything you want to promote before we jump into uh, the horror movies? Or anything? Yeah, actually, I might be jumping the gun on this, but I don't care because who cares? But uh, <laughs> a band I was in when I was 17 years old, so just about 15 years ago now. Uh, oh, yeah a band I was in called my piece had a, we did a demo. We played a bunch of shows, never put out a record or anything like that. So uh, Sam from triple B hit me up and we are doing a uh, seven inch with him. It's just our demo. We're just putting it on vinyl, but we're donating all the money from the record to uh, cystic fibrosis 
foundation. Hell yeah. So that, that should be out sometime this summer. I'm sure I'll be posting about it or we'll, we'll see it up somewhere at some point. So now definitely be a pre-order on that when it gets thrown up on triple B. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So we can have into the horror movies, man. If you don't mind, just uh, let me know what your relationship was with them growing up. If in, you know, if it's changed at all now that you're older, I actually have a really weird relationship with horror movies. Cause when I was growing up, my, my brother's seven years older than me, mm-hmm. six and some change, but he was always really into horror movies. And I fucking hated them when I was a kid. I hated them. Like, could not watch them for a second. Yeah. And uh, I watched Night of the Living Dead part three or something like that. And I fucking lost it. Like, I didn't, I never wanted to open my eyes again. I was freaking out. Yeah. And that was when I was like six years old and it like ruined my life. I did not want to watch horror movies ever again. Yeah. And then I, and then I turned like uh, maybe like 10 or something and I saw Dark City. I don't know if you even remember that movie. I've heard of it, but I've actually never seen it. It's not good, but <laughs> uh, I like somehow like I was like, all right, I'm going to try this. And I watched it and I was like, OK, with it. And then from there on out, I just like slowly eased my way back into it. And by the time I was 13, I was like obsessed with them. And, you know, my brother obviously had all these posters and like all these different movies I'd never heard of that yeah. I always wanted to be like, all right, I got to watch that. I got to f- figure out how to watch this and. Yeah, so like I, I I love them now, but I could not have hated them anymore when I was young. Yeah, I can only imagine him his response when you showed up and you were like, "Man, I'm actually ready to watch these things." He's probably like, "Oh, buddy, man, like yeah, yeah. yeah, he had he fucking he always was into like Evil Dead and things like that, but he, oh, yeah. he liked like the toolbox murders and shit like that. And yeah. I was like, I was still like a little too young to like really want to watch that. Yeah, but. Yeah, he, he definitely like guided me in a in a in a decent way to some some good stuff to start out with. Hell yeah, that's awesome. And uh, like you said, Dark City is not a great movie, but I think we all have that one like movie that's not good, but it's just so nostalgic to us that we'll always like yeah. want to watch it and shit like that. Yeah, so. I, I watched it when I was like I maybe watched it like a handful of years ago, and I I remember being like, this is like really bad. <laughs> this is like not even like bad in a funny way. This is just bad. Yeah. Not like uh, Troll 2 bad. It's just No, yeah. I could watch Troll 2. Yo, you know what's funny is Troll 2 is another movie that I saw when I was a kid that fucked me up. Yeah. Because I was just like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. (laughs) And I thought it was like, uh, not like a horror movie. I thought it was just like some weird fucking movie about trolls or like I didn't understand it. And I watched it when I was a little kid and it fucked me up. No, that's like uh, me when I was a little kid, a movie that's nowhere near horror. And I, of course, I grew to love it. But uh, a movie that scared the shit out of me when I was young was The Mask. Whenever uh, he'd like uh, Stanley Ipkiss would put the mask on and it would like take his face over. Yeah. I don't know if it was like me feeling like he was getting smothered or if it was a transformation. It was just a transformation. Like in between, I was fine. But that shit would like make me just like something would snap in my head and I'd freak out. <laughs> my mom said I used to run behind the TV and be like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> shit like that. So I definitely feel you on like uh, sometimes when you're young, shit just like it grabs you in a way you don't even know why, like now that you're older, but it's just like something back then just really clicked in your head that just scared yeah. the fuck out of you. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Hell yeah. So uh, I know obviously Dark City is probably not your favorite horror movie, movie of all time. Uh, what would you say is your favorite of all time? And if you don't really have like one, you know, you could throw out a couple because I know with there being so many different types and they're yeah. being goofy, serious, you know, it's hard to pick like just one. So. Uh, one that I always come back to that uh, probably is like top two, maybe, oh, yeah. um, is uh, this French movie Inside. 
Fuck yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, it's I saw that uh so there's a movie theater on Long Island that does these these horror movie lock-ins every summer. Obviously, this past summer they didn't do it, but yeah, uh, they do this lock-in every year where you go in at fucking like nine o'clock and we and you watch five movies until until it's morning and they play like old trailers in between and shit. Hell yeah. They always had like a sick selection. They would always do like a classic movie, like a B movie, a foreign movie. Then they would do one that's like not really a horror movie, and they would do like a surprise fifth feature. And then like, like one year it was like Nosferatu on like an original uh, forty-five millimeter reel or whatever it was. And then like, <laughs> they do they just do cool shit. And one year I went, probably 10, 12 years ago or something like that. The one of the the, the foreign movie they showed was Inside, and I had never heard of it, never seen it or anything like that. And obviously, you're in a horror, you're in a theater with a bunch of horror fans so it's just like everybody's fucking being loud and being just like annoying yeah everybody was i don't think anybody had seen this movie in the theater and everybody was fucking losing their minds and uh yeah so i would say that that has become like one of my favorites especially when somebody wants to be like what talks to me about that that's a movie i always suggest to watch because i know nobody's seen it and it's just so insane and great yeah. Now, one thing that I really love about that one that a lot of those foreign films kind of do is uh, or and I don't know if it's just because of the lack of budget or whatever over there or, you know, how things are shot. But it kind of has like a dated look to it that almost makes them look so raw and brutal that it almost like has a look of like uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even though it came yeah. out in like the 2000s, you know, just because it's uh, I don't know if it's like, again, I don't know if it's just the budget or what, but they just they make it look so real, though, too, that it doesn't look yeah. hokey and stuff. I think I think they care more about that stuff. Yeah. About- not that i don't think they're like you know i i I don't i think it's by design i think they're trying to like push that like look a little bit like that movie martyrs like that's like the same sort of like look to a lot of stuff and it doesn't it's it doesn't seem like uh it just doesn't seem like they're like faking a lot of stuff you know what i mean yeah kind of like with hardcore it's like uh you have a lot of bands that like to sound more raw other than like not some overproduced shit you know so yeah no definitely but uh, nah, Inside's definitely a, a great one. The remake sucks, but uh, that's just America dumb and down. So. I've never seen it. No, nah, it's just uh, pretty much the camera is like super beautifully shot. So everything's cleaned up on that aspect. And they do keep it quite gory, but it's just very, uh, I don't know, it's very like cut and dried. And they do uh, dumb it down a little bit. So it takes away from the story and everything. So Yeah. And ah, man, that sucks. I didn't know that. I never seen that. But yeah, that that's for sure. Like top two, I'll say all time. Hell yeah. And do you have a, uh, and like, uh, speaking of remakes, uh, do you typically like try to check out remakes or do you kind of stay away from them? I know there's I a do. ton of them. So I, yeah, I do. I mean, I, I don't hold anything against them. Like I, I didn't even realize there was a remake of inside, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, I don't like stay away from, it. I don't really care. I don't really think like, Oh, you can't do that. It's not, it's sacred. Like it's fucking goofy, man. It's just a horror movie. Like I don't, yeah. Dude. I mean the fucking, um, what remake was fucking awesome recently? uh evil dead evil oh, dead yeah. remake was fucking awesome it was it was it wasn't like this the original you know the original was awesome in its own right but this was different and it was still sick so yeah. I'm, I'm down for for all sorts of remakes no i'm right there with you the uh, only thing that bothers me about like stuff like the inside remake is because it's uh, a lot of times those are done just to like americanize it for an audience yeah. you know just because people yeah. don't want to read subs and stuff but and uh it only bums me out when they dumbed down those films because it's like they took a vision and dumbed it down just for yeah. 
to reach a bigger audience. It's like just shoot shot for shot. Shit, yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean they they did that with um, what was it Funny Games? Like yeah, one of my favorite remakes. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was fine. That was, that was good. I didn't yeah. mind. Like it was cool. I had no yeah. problem with it. Yeah, they did it shot for shot, and then they did like a. They made sure to get like an excellent cast, so at least like that stuff was elevated. You know, like the performances right. were actually better than like it didn't. The film looked a little bit prettier than the original film, but the like grittiness and like the little bit better performances on everybody's end kind of made up for that part. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, like um, I'm trying to think of other remakes that have that have really like held up. I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me during this, but yeah, that, that, that's a perfect example of one. Like that, that's done perfectly shot for shot. They didn't take anything away from the movie. I thought it was great. Oh yeah. And uh, I know you uh, mentioned inside. Is there any other films that are like favorites of yours and they can be from, you know, either back in the day that just really stuck with you once you started getting into them or something that you uh, might've even seen like kind of recent. I mean, I do like zombie movies. Yeah. So I've always been a night of the living dead, like guy. Oh yeah. And, and uh, return of the living dead is probably, probably up there. Um, you know it's a movie i saw not too long ago the uh, i think it is a korean movie uh the wailing oh shit i've actually been wanting to see that but every time i go to do it i I fall asleep to be honest but just because it's like hard to read and like someone's a start does and i just stop it's fucking long too but it's it's fucking awesome that's that's like for sure one of my favorites i've seen in uh in recent time that trying to think of some other ones i mean i don't really consider it a horror movie people might but Videodrome is also like oh fuck yeah. very very high on the list for me yeah uh, but you know I I don't know if you, people people can don't really consider it a horror movie so you know no I mean I I think it's uh put out there a uh, horror it's just a lot of times they say body horror or whatever you know they yeah, try to speci- yeah. specify it when it's just horror is horror I don't really care <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's uh shit that's terrifying to me thinking about all the stuff that like you know watching the the torture and then thinking about the fact of it be you know them pulling you in and then yeah. Uh, no, that has some really awesome effects, especially for back in the day, like when he crawls into oh, the TV yeah. and shit. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm like, it just makes you wonder, like, how they got that shit back then, you know, when they can't even, like, nowadays you'll see something look just horrible CGI because they didn't want to try it. So. There's definitely, like, a sweet spot with, like, the technology of the cameras they had then not being that good and yeah. adding a little bit to the, like, oh, it could kind of look kind of shitty and it would still be good. Yeah. And like the technology they they had for like makeup and things like that, and like where they were at that that like sweet spot of like the early '80s to like the mid '90s is like the best spot for all that shit because they weren't going to use CGI for anything, so they had to use makeup and shit. But yeah, look too crisp and too you couldn't really tell that things were like you know all makeup. It just looked better. Yeah. No, uh, a perfect example of that is uh, like you can make an argument that some movies are better watched on VHS instead of like remastered and shit. Yeah, because yeah. like once they remaster it, sometimes you'll see wires in, in scenes <laughs> where you wouldn't have seen wires or uh, like a actual scene example is in. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Sleepaway Camp, but yeah, um, of course. there's a scene where, uh, you know, the famous curling iron scene kill yeah. <laughs> when it shows uh, Angela in the doorway. That's actually the uh, the guy that plays Ricky, the bro- uh, her cousin dressed up with like a wig on and when you look at like the remastered version they brighten it up so much that you can like yeah it's like that's not the same person that's revealed (laughs) at the end of the movie to be the killer but so it's like sometimes it's better to watch it like you said in that quality for that exact reason you know just makes it better yeah i was actually just telling my my girlfriend has never seen sleepaway camp she's not she doesn't really like horror movies that much yeah Uh, she's never seen sleepaway camp and i was like 
trying to like tell her like we got to watch it just so you could see the end just so you could see how insane the end of the movie is and she's just like i don't i'm not gonna watch this so i just like pulled up the end of the movie and i was like explain the whole thing to her and i was like just okay now just watch this scene and see how insane it is yeah hell yeah no that was actually one uh what's funny my girlfriend's the same way uh well my wife she hates the uh horror movies like to death but that's one that her sister like forced her to watch growing up so when she, uh, she's one that every time she hears me say something about it, she'll immediately jump into the, you know, she'll be like, yeah. oh, you got to watch Sleepaway Camp. The ending's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, I think uh, I, what's sad is when you show somebody and then they're disappointed. I showed my parents this past Halloween because they oh. never, they had like never seen it, even though I'd seen it. And they were just like, okay, at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I've, I think you have to have like a pretty good appreciation for horror movies to like really especially watch that today for the first time yeah. and like it or like understand like this is like you know kind of like a classic you have to take it for what it's worth but it's great yeah now i showed them sleepaway camp and halloween three and they kind of hated both and then i was just like man y'all are making my month suck <laughs> dude halloween three is awesome the last time i went to uh one of those lock-ins they had they played like halloween three and like nightmare on elm street like uh four or maybe five and they had like they had just like it was such a like deep cut pick of movies and it was awesome because halloween three is my is the best halloween to me at least yeah the best halloween that's my personal favorite as well i I, like uh if i had to say uh which one that i think is the actual best movie i'd probably say the first one but uh i actually like the third one the best out of the series and i think it's the best movie like second to the first one you know what i mean yeah yeah i could i could agree with that I mean, yeah, the first one, I guess you can't really, uh, you can't take away from it. It's, it's, it is like, you know, it's Halloween. Obviously, yeah. it's a great movie, but I do like three a lot. No, I'm right there. I mean, hey, it's opinion, though. I mean, if somebody thinks yeah, three is yeah. better, it's better, you know, to them at least. Yeah. So, uh, back half of the show, I kind of use, uh, ask some hypothetical questions that mix the uh, music and movies, which is not really half of the show, it's just the end of the show. But, uh, so if somebody approached you guys and, you know, um, when you get some new music in the works or even for, you know, this uh, seven inch you got coming up, if they were like, Hey, you know, just for fun, let's shoot a music video. And they wanted you to pick a, a old horror movie or even a new one that you wanted to uh, remake into a music video. Uh, how would you do it? And you know, what movie would you choose? Shit. That is a fucking difficult question. Um, <laughs> damn. I feel like I would have to pick something that's like very like over the top gory and insane. Hell yeah. That could come across too goofy. And my band isn't exactly the most serious man in the world, but I feel like I could be into the idea of something like there's a there's like one scene that comes to mind. There's a, a French zombie movie called The Horde. Oh. And there's a scene where they're like in the in the parking garage trying to get out of this fucking building and they're like in the basement like the bowels of this building and they're like just mowing down zombies. And I feel like, I feel like that scene, just that little, like uh, maybe like five minutes could be a cool way to just compact a music video into it. Just, just endless, yeah. endless killings of, of, uh, of people. But I don't know, you know, there, there's a stigmata video for um, damn. I, I think it's the song violence with violence. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But it's all like just like newsreel footage of just like horrible shit. And it comes across like it's a weird like horror movie with like stigmata playing over it. And you barely see them the whole time. Like you don't even really even see the band. It's just like these clips after clips after clips after clips. And it's like 
that's kind of, it was kind of cool. I thought it was kind of cool. So now in my head, I'm like trying to mix the two of these things of like fake zombie killing, like endless spree of killing things. And also the stigmata video that I'm not hundred percent sure what song it's for. But, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's where I, I would, I would end up. Oh yeah. Now that would be pretty sick. Cause that'd be a way to explain like the horde of zombies, like have the clips like coming at the beginning. And then once the song truly kicks in, have you guys like just fucking kicking zombie ass yeah, to get out go. of like yeah, a, maybe you can fucking direct this thing. If we <laughs> It could be uh like, say you play a bigger, you know, a big enough place that has like a parking garage. It could be all trying to get out of that parking garage after a show or something. And I feel like, I feel like I'm thinking like there has to be like some weird, maybe I'm thinking of thriller. Maybe this is just the, the this is just what thriller is. I think. I guess. I don't know. No shit. Nah. Uh, thriller was one. That's one. Talk about shit that scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Yeah. I don't know why, but that video scared dude, the shit. No, dude, that video is fucking terrifying. Yeah. If you're if you're five years old, that that shit is terrifying. My mom would put the song on with Vincent Price talking, and I'd be like, "Turn that shit off." Like, I can't <laughs> either. But now nah, that's uh, I think that's directed by John Landis, the same guy that did uh, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, so it makes pretty, sense that it's. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, but uh, now nah, that would uh, that would be a pretty cool music video. Y'all just do a uh, King Nine Thriller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that honestly would be fucking hilarious. So maybe we should just do that. Yeah, there you go. That would be perfect too. Just like uh, you know, because they go to the movies, just go to a show, come home yeah. from a show. <laughs> Go to a show and just we'll have synchronized dancing, all that. <laughs> just synchronized moshing. Just <laughs> but uh, now, uh, so my next question is, is uh, and I know that, um, well, I don't know. Do, do you play any instruments or anything like that? Or are you just strictly no. do vocals? No, I, got you. I did when I was younger, played, tried playing instruments and I was terrible at them. So I just stopped. So now I just do the easy thing and sing in bands. Shit. I mean, hey, it's easy to some people. Like I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? But. So since you don't uh, play any instruments or anything, would you ever want to team up with the guys in, you know, King Nine and do a, uh, like, a theme song for a horror movie or, like, even a show or something? And uh, if so, what kind of subgenre would you want to do? Dude, I mean, the the thing is, is, so when we, like, you know, we're at practice and stuff like that, like, we constantly just fuck around. Like, everybody just gets fucked up and just, we just fuck around and just eat, you know, fast food and just bullshit and just yeah. play dumb shit. So, like straight the fuck up writing a theme song for a tv show would probably take us all of an hour and i would love to do that but the truth is is i wouldn't even like to do it for something cool i would love to do it for something stupid like i would love to do it for a fucking sitcom because it'd be fucking hilarious yeah when we fuck around at practice i guarantee you i can pull a theme song for a sitcom right out of it like a king of queens theme song right out of us practicing Oh yeah, that'd be funny as shit, especially when you're like listening to it and you're like, oh man, I wonder who did that. That was a uh, uh, pretty catchy, and it's like King Nine. What the fuck? <laughs> then people that don't know go look up the rest of your music and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, look a little, a little confused. Yeah, no, but uh, hey, who knows? It might be one of those like weird opening up to new fans. <laughs> like all yeah, of a sudden, who fucking knows what could happen. Soccer moms all of a sudden start loving hardcore, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, which already is some soccer moms love hardcore, but yeah, I guess so. But uh, so pretty much uh, kind of my final question for you is, do you have any uh, horror stories of your own? And they can be from, you know, being on the road or just something, you know, crazy as shit that happened to you in, you know, your life. Man, I don't. Here's the thing. I personally, my girlfriend argues with me about this all the time. And any crazy shit that involves like other human beings, I don't really want to say uh, broadcast to people. But yeah. my girlfriend argues with me about this all the time because she she loves to hear like anything supernatural. She loves that shit. Sure. Oh, yeah. 
always, always want to watch things or, or listen to things that are about that shit. And I straight up don't believe in any of it. Yeah. So she gets so fucking annoyed and frustrated at me because she has her own stories about seeing ghosts and things like that. And I just think it's not true. And she gets very frustrated. But I, I don't know. I think the the one of the weirdest things that like that that's happened to me, and I know this isn't even really like a good horror story, but uh, there is an abandoned uh, psychiatric hospital in Long Island called Kings Park. It's fucking massive. If you look it up, it's honestly the building itself is deep into the fucking woods, and oh. it's gigantic, and it's fucking scary as hell. And yeah. there's a mass grave in the fucking back of it. It's fucking insane. If you, you know, if anybody listening to this podcast wants to fucking look that up, it's called Kings Park Psychiatric Center. And it's the last place in America, I believe, to do lobotomies. It's fucking insane. They were yeah. doing it until like 1980 something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this place is abandoned now, though, but it's gigantic. It's fucking enormous. And as like kids, like we'd always fucking, not always, but there were a few times that we had gone in. You basically just like, park down the road you walk into the woods a little bit and you sneak into these buildings but there's Mm. people in them that just kind of fucking squat there and live there and uh there are times when we have gone in there and it's pitch black outside and you can't see shit but you hear people in the building yeah honestly it's fucking terrifying because you have no fucking idea what is going on you're in a pitch black mental hospital yeah and in mental hospital and you just hear people like shuffling around and moving or talking even and it's fucking horrifying yeah as i was <laughs> say without the paranormal shit that's scary enough you know what exactly I mean? <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah that i we've there's been a few times where we've had like a couple uh a couple things happen like that that are that are like the second it's happening, it's like the fucking most terrifying thing in the world. But obviously, looking back at it, it's kind of funny. Yeah. No, I couldn't imagine like walking through just because, you know, there's like dark ass doorways and like hallways. It's like you never yeah, know what yeah. something's like just sitting right around it, you know? Well, the other fucked up thing is that the building is like dilapidated. So there's like fucking holes in the floor and shit. So, True. like, obviously, if you're not like careful, like, yeah, you could end up actually fucking killing yourself falling through a fucking floor. So yeah. it also has that aspect to it. Yeah, and then being like run down and shit, I'm sure that anytime it's windy or like humid yeah. or anything, it probably makes it like a bunch of extra sounds just because the building's yeah. old as fuck and stuff. Yeah. But hell yeah, man. No, I appreciate you uh sharing. I find that to be a horror story. I don't know if I'd walk through. Well, I mean, I probably would with like a couple people, but you know. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not doing that shit by myself. No way. Yeah, no, definitely. But I appreciate you sharing and uh, for coming on the show and everything, man. You want to remind people about you know the seven inch coming up uh this summer, and then you know yeah. anything else where to find you and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so, uh, my piece has a seven inch coming out on Triple B Records this summer. It's not anything new, but it is a repress of our demo that we did in 2007. Oh, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Shout out to the block Muay Thai. If you're in Florida, if you're in Gainesville, incredible Muay Thai gym. Hell yeah. Uh, and uh, that's it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week as I'll be having two guests, both members of the band Section Hate, when I'll be joined by their vocalist Mexi and their guitar player Ryan. So check back next week for that. Make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget that the Patreon tier is live for $2 a month. With a bonus episode every month, you'll get a free little care package in the mail when you sign up with some stickers and maybe some other little goodies and everything like that. So if you feel like signing up for that, the link is in the description. Also go check out my boy Loudmouth Threads who did this awesome original podcast artwork and I always throw his link 
link in the description as well to a shop, so go check that out and stay safe.